You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Modern Web. My name is Tracy. You can follow me on Twitter at Lady Leet. And I'm here today with Ben Lesh. Hi, Ben. That's me. That's me. We get confused. Yes. And we're here with Adam too. Adam Rackus. Hello. Hi. And so, um, yeah, Adam and Ben actually have really easy names to follow on Twitter. It's literally just their names. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm the confusing one. Um, But uh, we're trying out this new format because Ben and Adam are fun to hang out with if you haven't hung out with them before. And, uh, you know. There's some hot topics we want to talk about. Are they hot though? Are they hot, hot? Maybe they're not hot enough. I mean, it's web development, so it's about as hot as it's going to get. Some, hot, some hot. salty, some salty takes. What what is like the what is the, like the the hottest? What is like the most uh, hot take? You know, I, I don't I don't know if I want to call it a traumatic experience, but like that has hit um, web dev tech. In hot. all of your existence. Just like my personal hot takes or like anyone's? Anyone's. Anyone's? Like uh, when when did the internet come burning down? I don't know. I mean, there's been a few times, but like uh, I'm, I'm still, still waiting week. for, yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting for a lot of people to figure out that React's overrated, but <laughs> that's, 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 that's probably the hottest take. Right? But yeah, it's not like it's. I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I, I have a distinct feeling that um, all the other frameworks, like on a technical level, are, are going to start lapping um, React just because of them having to have like abstractions around React Native and um, the diffing virtual DOM and their own like the I don't know the, the way that hooks are. But React will always pay the bills, just like jQuery. So it's like React yeah. can become like the whole like jQuery's dead, but we're all still using it. Um, no, I mean, jQuery is on the internet a lot, a lot of old sites, but I mean, we don't really use jQuery day to day. So, I mean, is React going to hit the jQuery point where it's still on a ton of websites that are old, but all new developments done in like solid or Svelte 5? I doubt it, but it, it, it yeah, I mean, the, 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 the thing that will crush any given technology right now is like, if it falls behind another technology and and a large language model can easily convert the code over to the new technology, mm. like that's 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 different. It's never been Ooh. like that before. And like, I'm gonna guess that uh, like ChatGPT or Copilot probably would make pretty quick work of converting most React components into solid components or something like that. Like, like just doing the grunt work. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be completely accurate, but like as far as getting the job done really quickly, like I bet it would be a 10x speed up over, you know, having someone hand roll it again. Hmm. What about you, Adam? What what has been the hottest take in your existence that you've seen on the internet, or a few that you can remember? Oof, put me on the spot. I don't, I guess, I mean, anytime somebody says something good about Tailwind, that breaks Twitter for a good couple of days, if not longer. <laughs> it hasn't happened recently, though. I should get on that. Yeah. 
Well, Ken Wheeler, when Ken Wheeler was canceled, that was pretty, but that wasn't tech. That was like, a, yeah, I don't know that, what that was. That was a weird misunderstanding or a, <laughs> a, a desire. Someone wanted to misunderstand yes. what was going on. Which again, you know, we won't go into it, but you can just Google. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So today, today we're talking about, I don't know, I guess, um, I guess we can call them warm takes because they're not even warm. Maybe they're lukewarm. It's a tepid bath. Lukewarm takes. <laughs> so all right. So, so the the let's. I do want to talk about the tailwind thing really quick though. Oh like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Oh like, see, see Adam, you sniped them. No. Yeah, yeah. And this is like <laughs> this. This topic's been beaten to death. But my my take on it is probably not the spiciest. But it's basically that yes, the tailwind syntax is hot garbage. But it's less hot garbage than maintaining a long running code base that has like. The cascade and a ton of a ton of styles and whatever because every code base I've ever been in that's more than like three or four years old it's non-trivial like you end up having a whole bunch of dead styles there's a whole bunch of you know importance in there and like all this crap that people like you know build in there and the CSS experts of the world are really good at coming up with demos of CSS and like showing what a crisp clean like here's my hello world for this cool animation feature like looks like but they're they that in maintaining cascading style sheets with that cascade and the fact that it's like you know there's no real direction for where anything came from um, maintaining that in the long running code base are two wildly different things. One is super trivial and it's just you have knowledge of some some CSS properties, and the other is an actual skill that's very hard to learn and very hard to, to deal with. So um, I don't know, like it's. CSS is also some of the coolest stuff we've got right now. Like all the new stuff that comes out in CSS is amazing. And, but like, yeah, Tailwind and Atomic CSS are a necessity in a long running code base, even though they do indeed look like trash. They're awful to look at and they're awful to read. They're not any better than inline styles, but it, it'll save you a, a lot of problems. I think they're better than inline styles, but, um, there's other ways to fix the cascade that have their own problems. Things like styled components, like that fixes the cascade, but man, they're even clumsier and more of a pain to deal with than Tailwind, in my opinion. Just yeah. a lot of boilerplate that you have to dump. Every component needs its own redeclaration with styles that you inject. It, it just right. sucks. Well, I mean, the Tailwind, Tailwind is inline styles. It's just more powerful inline styles, right? Like. Yes, they're yeah. better. They're better than inline styles because there's a lot more feature to what you can, features to what you can do. Um, Media queries. Yeah, I, I love this tepid bath we're in. Yeah, <laughs> still looks like trash. Anyone that doesn't think it looks like trash is just lying. When are they going to fix it? Never. They can't. <laughs> they can't. It's shipped. There's too many people using it. Like the only way to fix it would be to develop a completely different CSS framework. And anything you came up with would look pretty much the same. It'd just be this atomic like. Until there's like a new, until they ship like not CSS, like the next thing that is CSS that does the same thing that's a better language, like there's there's pretty much no way to fix it. Like you'd have to build some, here's a styling language that has no cascade and, um, you know, like all these other, like all sorts of other things. You'd have to have some weird um, new declarative way to style stuff that was just. If you're one of those people that, if you're one of those people that has strong aesthetic like opinions and you need your code to look a very particular way and you get angry if it doesn't, 
you you will probably despise Tailwind because it's just going to force a certain way on you, and it works and it works well, um, but you might not like how it looks. And if you don't, then tough because you have to live with it. But don't so be as like you that. Get... Oh, okay. So as you get older, <laughs> in 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 JavaScript land or in development land, you just care less about how things look because. You should. It's all trash, anyways. Yeah, yeah, it looks it looks like crap, but it all looks like crap. So whatever. So you get like less, uh, less. Um, what's the word? Hipster is not the right word. Less aesthetically opinionated. <laughs> yeah. It's a catchy word, but yeah, don't be yeah. that. Be less. Be less aesthetically opinionated. The, the the dog drinking coffee in a fire. Yeah, pretty much. Should we talk about Remix? Sure. Are we excited about Remix? I haven't used it yet. So. Well, Adam, Adam, kick us off. Briefly. Yeah, I looked at it very, very briefly, like version one. I'm sure it's gotten a lot better. Um, I'm glad it exists. I'm glad there's alternatives to Next that people might prefer. Um, and I'm really happy that they're getting React server components added. They, they seem to run on a loader architecture, which is what SvelteKit has. So mm -hmm. you upfront load all your data in the route for that route or subroute, um, which is fine for a lot of use cases, but it's just so much more convenient to load data inside the components that need it. So you can just conditionally render whatever components you might want or need based on whatever logic you have. And then those components can just uh, load whatever data they need, which is a lot more flexible. It's a, it's a foot gun. You can screw that up really easily and build bad things, but I really like that direction that Remix is going and I hope it succeeds for them. Mm. Yeah, I feel like Remix has been like a little quiet on the scene, you know, especially after the acquisition, but maybe they've just been busy because, you know, you can't make money by just chatting on Twitter, can you? Wait, who is, who is Remix acquired by? I don't like... Shopify. Shopify. Oh, that's right. I did see that. Now that I think yeah. about it, Shopify. but like, is Remix going to become like the de facto e-commerce solution due to their acquisition? I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think um, I, the the world is the world is going to probably. I, I I'm betting the world's going to change pretty rapidly over the next five years as far as like what you're going to see, especially for e-commerce sites, because you're going to see like, you've got frameworks like Quick and Builder.io. And Quick is, in my opinion, even though I don't know if I would use it for production right now, because it's it's not, I don't know how battle tested it is. It, it has ideas I think are a generation ahead of other frameworks right now. I'm just um, going to take that clip. Just take that one clip right here at um, 11 minutes and uh, 48 seconds and send that to Mishko. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can, you can. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not kissing his butt or anything. Like, uh, it's, it's just a matter of like fact that what, what Quick is doing is, if no, I was going to say. No, the part of, I wouldn't use in production. That's the part. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's I, I, it's the same, it's the same reason I wouldn't use Bun in production, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's just, it's just too new. Like, I'm not going to, mm. I'm not going to like, have multi million dollar deals going across, you know, something that I, I don't know for a fact has already been used a billion times. So, mm. I mean, it is what it is. But, like, you know, with the, the, the way, just think about like two years ago, large language models, like, most people never heard of them. They sucked if if you did use one. Like 
now they're ubiquitous. My children use them for things like, and what's going to end up happening is they're so good at producing code. Uh, it's a matter of time before you can get some really advanced framework like quick and just generate your shopping experience and just have all of the, all of the hard engineering problems written in some runtime that some engineer like Mishko or, or, you know, whoever, um, wrote and like the, the, it, the rest of it should be more of an afterthought or just tweaking. So I don't know. I, I think that, um, at least for those generalized, like, you know, cookie cutter experiences like shopping and those sorts of things, you're going to see uh, the world shift quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, for building like productivity apps and stuff, that's going to be different, but. I mean, e-commerce apps have already sort of become cookie cutter already as it is, right? I mean, there's a bunch of services that'll just stamp out, give it your product listings and it'll generate a whole site for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, making them efficient, I think is the, the been the real problem. Um, yeah, I have to say as a consumer of um, these uh, shopping experiences, um, that Shopify, like one click Shopify pay, you know, and that like one-time passcode thing that you get to just pay and just everything's there. And now they're giving you like points, you know, like 1% back or something like that. It's pretty solid. It's pretty good. Like I was emailed $5. They were like, oh, we're giving you $5 in Shopify cash to like spend money however you please. And I ended up spending like an extra $100 on Black Friday. Sure. I mean, it's so stupid. Like that's all I needed to be baited mm -hmm. and just, here's $5. Oh, thanks. Let me spend yeah. more money. Um, but yeah, you were, that whole... very, you were an amazing data point for some data scientists. Like, look at how great this $5 policy is. We got Tracy to drop a hundred bucks. It is so true. It's disgusting. Um, but, um, I meant to ask Ben for his credit card, but I was like, maybe that's a little rude. <laughs> We can just ask Ben for his credit card. Is that a thing? I was, yeah. I was thinking I could. Yeah. That's a, that's a uh, ask my kids. I'm sure it is a thing. There needs to be some like blackmail happening or something like that. Or maybe I could just connect him into the Apple, like my Apple um, credit cards. What's it called? Apple Pay? Yeah. Anyways, point being, okay, so Remix adding RSC, are we like, okay, so we never really like, okay, so Adam, you're just excited about maybe like a better alternative to Next and, you know, you're kind of excited about like how, how they're doing things. Yeah, I mean, I think more competition is always good. I, I love yeah. Next and I don't have the problems with it that others do. I'm not looking to leave Next, but I love seeing other options and I know other people despise Next for some reason, so I'm glad they'll be potentially an option or an opportunity for them to use something else. It's probably just because it's overhyped sometimes. Like, uh, I don't know, there's lots of the, all the other competition seems about the same. The, the real thing with anything react based though, that I would be concerned with and teams of like, where you have like a mixed bag of like talent levels is the fact that they still have access to all of the react hooks and they've got like it's just JavaScript and there's these examples all, I mean, it's the same thing that ChatGPT does with React, right? Like where it's got, there's like millions and millions of examples on the internet and like 90% of them are trash. <laughs> and so like people are like, how do I do this? And they're just like, oh, I know use effect. And then two other use effects and like seven more use effects. 
and it'd be let, nice you know, if you like, could just like clean the internet a little bit yeah i mean it's the same like the funny thing is the complaint that people get with uh with rxjs it's exactly the same problem that people have with react which is like they're doing um push-based reactivity and then just overcomposing the crap out of it because they're working off of really bad examples that worked off of really bad examples that worked off of really bad examples like um it, <laughs> it is it is what it is but like that's the the major concern i have with uh, React-based uh, modern frameworks of any sort is the fact that they're React-based and people have access to all of those things. And, um, <laughs> you know, like it's uh, anything like anything that serves more to try to put you on rails to keep you from being like, I need to have seven use effects right here. Like, uh, or just like at the very least did something to make that really unintuitive. Like, it's probably a good thing, but. <laughs> you know, it's funny. So Adam Ben's been in this new job for like what? Like a few months? Yeah, it's like six, six, seven months. Oh my God. Six or so. Oh my God. Oh. It's been forever. What the hell? Yeah. It's a long time. Did you? I didn't know you switched jobs. I, yeah. yeah. Last yeah. we talked was at Render and you escaped layoffs. It sounds like you got laid off shortly thereafter. No, no. At Render, he was already working the new job. Yeah, yeah. I had been oh. laid off. It's like uh, I worked at Bridgewater. I got laid off with like 500 people or something like that. They laid off a lot of folks. 500 out know. of 550. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, they're a big company, but yeah. I don't know all of the positions that were smoked, but they're like a huge swath of my department was definitely gone. So. But it's really funny because as I listen to Ben, I'm like, oh my God, you're older in your job. <laughs> you can tell he got promoted and he has more responsibility because of the way he talks. No, As I, I think I had these same opinions before. I would hope. You're becoming more tepid. <laughs> no, everyone that works, everyone I work with is really good. I mean, thank goodness they're all, I don't have to babysit anybody. Like I can trust them with React hooks. They don't do anything dumb with them. <laughs> that should be I hate on a protest. <laughs> I don't hate them. I just like, how do I put this? Again, it's got exactly the same problem that RxJS does. Like you, you're like, here's a bag of tools, and people are like, "Whoa, look at this! I can stick this together in some weird way." And it's like, you drive down the street, and everyone's built their house out of Legos, but they're all like crazy, and like all they really needed to do was use like a wall piece, a wall piece, and a roof piece, and they'd be done. And instead, they're like, "No, I have this this cool way where it's held together with pipe cleaners and stuff. Like it's bad." You're using all the one by ones and the two by two. Yeah. <laughs> Or the two by ones. Yeah. I took apart a lot of Legos this weekend. Mm hmm Yeah. Like eighty pounds of Legos. It was yeah. I don't know what yeah. I was doing. Don't do you, ask. Do you know you know what I I think the problem with the development world is right now is that uh there's a lot of really smart people already solving a lot of the really hard problems. And uh I honestly think that people they either see the the people solving solving hard problems and try to emulate it um, and fail because they were hard problems, right? Or they are just bored and they invent hard problems that they want to solve, right? Like they're like they're like you know you know what I want to do is I want to write my own thing around a, a web socket or whatever, and they could have just used socket IO or or. They're, they wrap something with Socket.io to do like what they could have just done with a plain web socket. Like they just, everyone constantly overthinks things because the solutions, are, the solutions of 10 years ago required you to think a lot. And the solutions of today, honestly, don't require that much thought, like fetch some data, put it in a 
put it in the, this AG grid component or whatever you've Maybe got. Maybe that's why I've been like a little bit bored lately or trying to figure out, you know, life or technology, right? But I mean, help me understand, you know, so, okay, this is a, we're, we're going off topic here, but like, you know, right now everybody's like, oh my God, server-side rendering is the way, right? But that kind of goes back to, you know what, like back in 2015, we weren't thinking that was the way. So like what changed back then? And were we doing the same thing back then? Like, you know, high train, the fact matter bad is, decisions. We just have yes. better tools now. I mean, you could server render way back when with ASP.NET MVC or PHP. Um, but then when you wanted to do things on the client side and make things interactive on the client, you'd have to hand off to like a jQuery script or whatever. React gave us a component model that ran on the server or the client. And then finally something like Next sort of stitched it all together and handled the difficult things like hydration for you. And uh -huh. now React server components are taking that an even step, step further and streamlining some of the data access and pushing more of that to the server. So people complain and roll their eyes and say, we're just reinventing PHP, but it's it's a lot more subtle than that. We're getting PHP, but with client-side interactivity baked in, which is pretty cool. I, yeah. I do think I do think it'd be really funny to see someone like roll like a, a PHP jQuery app and like have it drag race like the modern whatever. <laughs> Because, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be, it, it's going to win. It's just not going to be maintainable, right? Like, it's, that's the, that's the whole yeah. thing. Like, um, you know, I've, I've said this before, if I had a company like Amazon, let's say, where like, I was making billions off of a website, like, why not raw dog all that stuff? Just like, absolutely build it from scratch with my own, it's like, why, like, like feature velocity, how, when, when's the last time you even noticed a new feature on Amazon, honestly? So it's like one of those things where it's just like, no, you just make this thing as fast as you absolutely can. And, you know, who cares if it's in React or Svelte or whatever it is that you're Angular, like, who cares? Because you're Amazon. Well, you're yeah, billions. e-commerce. I mean, you're, you want speed first. You're not trying to right. ship a million cute little features. You just want the products to get put in front of your users as fast as possible and you want the right. payment process to be as seamless as humanly possible you're not Re reliable reliability and speed is all you really want but that's all people are like talking about these days right which is kind of why it's just like okay yeah cool but like it's less visual it's less like i mean for me being you know very visually um motivated <laughs> i'm like huh what's What's exciting these days? But I yeah. mean, performance obviously is exciting, but it's like it, it's harder to like feel, you know. I suppose. Yeah, all the all the sexy work being done in the web, in my opinion, is mostly uh, internal apps, data visualization stuff. Like those things, um, you do a lot more. You'll be uploading files and like trying to get screen grabs of specific sections so you can send it to like a Slack or something. Like there's there's all sorts of interesting problems you have to solve there in like bigger chunks of data and so you know. like the sexy work is in like internal apps and database mm -hmm. absolutely and which like, like those... before a few years ago i was like oh i just work on internal apps it's crap yeah yeah but like the <laughs> the truth is the internal apps like have more interesting problems to solve and they have cooler data and they have like or even productivity apps that are like something you share with somebody like you, you maybe your your customers are buying some software as a service thing 
then you've got this weird mixed bag where performance matters, uh, but it's still not like, you know, performance like you'd need for, for e-commerce site. Like you, performance matters, but you're also shipping larger chunks of stuff. And like a lot of, there's, to, there's tons more streaming data in that stuff. So you're looking at why I get involved or I get hired to do things because of observables or whatever, but there's a lot more push notifications and stuff to, to productivity apps where like e-commerce apps are just like, fetch the products, submit the order. Like there's no, like, there's not push notifications and stuff, but like a lot of, we're still in a world where all of the frameworks and all of the data access stuff and things like suspense and everything is just like really e-commerce oriented. It seems like they're like, they're really focused on this. Like I'm getting one piece of data and displaying it. And I'm doing, they, they're not really focused on like, I have a stream and it's, connecting and oh it failed and now it's reconnecting and i'm getting data from it and i am re recovering this stream and it's stateful in the back end like there's they don't have stuff like that um, well sure but look at the money behind it like you've got vercel behind it and they're trying to get people on vercel's infra which is fine you're much more likely to have someone shipping e-commerce stuff on vercel's infra than a really yeah. cool fintech dashboard yeah yeah i mean no doubt no doubt it's just uh uh, like it's, I think that my lament is the fact that everyone is like, look how sexy blah is when it's like literally the most boring technology I can think of. And, but it's like yeah. all anyone talks about. So Ben's right? like, Ben's like the artisan, like I'm going to be the artist. And then Adam's like, this is where the money is. No, I think Ben's <laughs> got better money than me. Uh, <laughs> we're both all about that money, but Ben's better at it. <laughs> but yeah i actually work on things what i work on is public mostly public um but a little closer to the e-commerce side which is why i'm more excited about some of the rsc and suspense stuff than ben is uh mm -hmm. streaming data that's stuff that we're really trying to use at work uh for some of the stuff that i work on so i'm really excited by that my last job before riot i was working on the sort of internal type productivity apps and so what ben said like RSCs would have zero value. It was just mm -hmm. a client rendered SPA that ha had like a megabyte of JavaScript, but nobody cared because this was all being used by people on fast networks on Chrome. And so it was fast enough yeah. and it got the job done. And there was a lot of rich client interactions, a lot of data visualizations, there AG grids. So it would have a terrible lighthouse score, but it made a lot of money. So the DevRel people who think lighthouse scores matter can just cope. Yeah, you you want to make you want to make uh, millions of dollars. Uh, come on, something better than AG Grid, because AG Grid is everywhere. Like anywhere I work, it's got AG Grid because it's like this is like a sales pitch for them. Really, like it's one of those things where if someone's like, "Hey, I need this really feature rich table today," I'd be like, "All right, here's AG Grid." <laughs> Love it. I, I mean, it's not. Grid did not sponsor this podcast, but no, they should. They didn't. They didn't because I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> say something bad about them right now. Oh. It's, like, it's like two megs of JavaScript to ship this to to browser. It's huge. So yeah. like, you know, it's not perfect, but. Which is why we have performance issues. I mean, on but the then again, an yeah. internal app like two megs, two megs over the wire when you're on a full gig, you know, intranet connection. Like it's just whatever. Like. Um, your VPN in and it's fine. So, but if AG Grid will sponsor this podcast, we can just edit out selectively a few bits. <laughs> edit up, Ben. Beep, beep. 
Just see me talking with a beep over top of it. I'm keeping it all in. I'm just going to send this to them and then they can make the decision about the next episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've joked with a few times that if, if I wanted to benefit my last few employers the most, they should, they should pay me to leave and go get a job at AG Grid. <laughs> <laughs> and just fix the two megabytes. Yeah. Just see if I can get that whittled down to something that was actually tree shakeable or whatever. Like they have, I don't know, they have ways to do it. It's just, uh, it, it's, AJ Group pay you a lot of money. They, they, they well, should I have mean, a lot of money. Everyone uses them. Everyone uses them. It, it's two megs, though, but that's easily cacheable. You can service worker cache those bundles or just use HTTP cache headers. And then on all your subsequent browsers to that internal productivity app, it's just cached. So it's yeah, bad for e-commerce. We've got a separate chunk of just like... V making a separate chunk of just the AG Grid stuff because it doesn't change that often, but it's just big enough that it's like, eh, gonna make sure that this is <laughs> downloaded on its own. So yeah, I mean, realistically, there's ways to get around it. Um, but yeah, it's so it's like a feature-rich table that just like never loads. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> it, it it's loads, there. It's, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's quirky. It's it's extensible, but not like infinitely like extensible child yeah yeah it's it's just one of those things like it's but for what you get man it's it's definitely worth whatever licensing fee that you have to pay for it like it's it's uh same not, day like not, not, not going down that uh i can build it myself path oh i have built them i have built let's them. just let's just all quit our jobs and uh make a new ag grid yeah, and we'll just yeah. we'll just be like um you know one percent bundle size yeah, well, I mean, there's there's straight up. So I had to build one uh, one time because it they were trying to leverage an AG grid to like make this thing where they were displaying thousands of cells that were updating in real time, and there's just too many DOM elements. Like it wouldn't like plus all the the code involved in AG grid like executing plus up, updating all these these DOM elements is too slow, and so I had to I built one from scratch that was using like virtualized canvas basically to like render all these cells and there's trade-offs there too i mean it's not super accessible there's i mean you can make it accessible but it's it's difficult um yeah there's there's all sorts of weird stuff that you end up having to do a lot faster. Well, that's crazy ken wheeler yeah. told me he built something similar to that mm -hmm. i guess there's a lot of room yes, for optimizing away ag grid yeah i mean it's like one of those like when are you at a place that has like thousands of cells that needs to have like them updating real time very quickly. <laughs> Financial text mode. Episode two and me and Ben are going to be like bloody and bruised up. And we're gonna be like, AG grid is great. <laughs> they send the AG grid thugs to get us. They could send a swag. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Did they show up in AG grid hoodies and hats? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound like I hate it, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I would tell anyone to use it if they. This if they is again. It. This is just like a very tepid conversation. You're like, am I hot? Am I cold? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just here. I'm right. just here, right, sitting right. in warm bath water. Um, anyways, okay, that's we're at time, but you know, this was fun. So we're gonna be doing this, this like new format of just hanging out and chatting. Um, so send us your hot takes. You know, you can find us all on Twitter because Twitter is still the cool place to be, y'all. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, send us your hot takes on Twitter. I mean, again, we're going to be recording every month. So we want to hear 
what is on your mind and what you want us to discuss so that we can like, um, you know, have more tepid baths together. Or maybe somebody will get like really riled up at some point in time. I don't know. But I will not take this besmirching of AG grid any further. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And then follow us on Twitter at modern.web. Um, and you can follow Adam and Ben and myself. My name Lady Lee, Ben Lush, Adam Reckus, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks a lot. This podcast is sponsored by this.labs, a framework agnostic consultancy that specializes in JavaScript. You can find them at this.co slash labs. That's T-H-I-S-D-O-T dot C-O slash labs. Cause we got a show for you